Hey, music lovers, the Cannamom Show podcast in collaboration with Lambkin Guitars is giving away a custom-built, one-of-a-kind electric guitar built by Josh Lampkin. The solid one-piece hemp wood body includes a built-in glass bowl piece. Yeah, you heard me right. You can take a hit and then play a lick. Now's your chance to help the Cannamom Show crush cannabis stigma with your entry. Register for the Hemp Guitar Giveaway online at lampkinguitars.com. That's L-A-M-K-I-N guitars.com. The drawing will be part of a 420 celebration at the Goods Dispensary in Somerville, Massachusetts, where the guitar is on display for the month of April. But don't worry, you don't have to live in Mass or be present to win. Visit LampkinGuitars.com to scope out the Hemp Guitar giveaway details and entry form. You'll even find a video of what could be your guitar in action. L-A-M-K-I-N Guitars.com Take the guesswork out of your cannabis shopping with ECS DNA Kit by Endo Canna Health. I did this years ago, and it continues to empower me to get nerdy with my cannabis choices, which you know I like. If you've watched our Cannabis Legalization News podcast, did you know that right now you can save 25% off your DNA test at endodna.com? That's E-N-D-O-D-N-A.com. And use promo code POD25. That is P-O-D, the number two, the number five. Your purchase includes the EndoDNA Collection Kit. Endo Decoded Report, Personalized Cannabinoid and Terpene Suggestion, Endo Aligned Product Matching in Your State, Suggested Dosage Guidelines, and Optimum Methods of Administration. Once you know your personal ECS data, you can shop Endo supplements tailored specifically for you. And right now, Endo DNA is celebrating their new patent with a BOGO offer on their Afeca Soft Gels lineup. Since so many of you struggle with sleep, I want to highlight Afeca Unwind created to support healthy sleep cycles using a patented proprietary formula of hemp-derived CBD, terpenes, and essential oils. If sleep is eluding you, sweet dreams are made of this. So buy one, get one, my friend. You can shop online at endodna.com. And don't forget promo code POD25 at checkout to save 25% on your DNA test kit. What's up, everybody? You're tuned in to Cannabis Legalization News, where we go over the cannabis laws so that you can change them. Today is the last episode ever in this studio. So like, subscribe, uh, you know, give us some comments, super, ah, super chat us. I'm sorry. I've been moving. I've been working way too hard. Uh, bringing on Miggy. Miggy, <laughs> how are you, man? Oh, I caught you at a bad time. <laughs> or a good time. Tom, yeah, you're having a good time, right? <laughs> Tom Pullen and Ethan Klein. Uh, well, I, I, you know, this cannabis legalization news came in and it was bad. Like it was kind of shitty news, except for the Brittany Griner story oh, yeah. from the week. That was good news. But then there's some other good news stories that we'll get to. Our main news story is that this is the last time that we'll be doing the podcast from this studio. I don't own it anymore. Somebody else does. And I'll be closing on it and gone. And then I'll be reporting from a bunker for about two months and then we'll be 
moving into this place. And so we're going to have a new office uh, located in Peoria, Illinois, with uh, five different offices and a YouTube studio here. So if I zoom in on it more, you guys can see, see offices. And then there'll be a YouTube studio here so we can have like the couch podcasts with the shots and then the stand up desk ones with the shots. Uh, another office that'll probably do the podcast. And then this is probably for depositions. I believe that's what lawyers do. They do depositions and they have conferences. <laughs> um, <coughs> outstanding. Uh, you're on a echo. Uh, made a joke. Ah, uh Oh, somebody thinks it was a clickbait <laughs> title. Yeah. You're never going to see me again here. Uh, I mean, like, I, I've done so many videos from right here. And so like now it's going to no longer be from here. Well, I'll you redo can... all the videos and bury them. It'll be like, who? Yeah. Well, you'll be able to make more content right now. This is going to be a whole YouTube thing that you're doing out there. That's right. And so then YouTubes yeah. and more lawyers and then more lawyers means more, more YouTubes. Because if I hire these lawyers, I have a pretty cool compensation package for them. So I explain, hey, um, how are we going to be doing this? And then we can start diversifying by creating uh, additional web content and uh, information in other practice areas, whether it's criminal law, whether it's divorce, whether it's uh, personal injury, probate. You know, well, uh, there's education. various aspects of law. Cannabis law is like this big when it comes to law, you know, as of right now. So, you know, as you saw in the <clears throat> we don't have any good federal news. Matter of fact, the no, Republicans it's bad federal news proving like, to be Republicans. Yeah, <laughs> from the Republicans. And that's the thing. You know, Mitch McConnell brags about marijuana banking defeat and defense bill signaling he will also stop it in the omnibus spending bill as well. That is being uh, reported on by the marijuana moment. And don't forget to sign up for their newsletter and consider giving them some money on Patreon. Well, we can get play on the a YouTube video. You know, it'll, it'll, we'll hear his words for what he says. If... Let's see the, what. Get I got the you. words going. I got you. you got, is that me? Yeah. Cool. Yep. Yesterday evening, the Senate and House Armed Services Committee released a strong bipartisan National Defense Authorization Act. As Republicans have said for months, and I repeated yesterday, our service members, commanders, and civilian leaders should not have had to wait until mid-December to gain certainty for a fiscal year that's already more than two months over. We've got to take our national defense, military modernization, and defense industrial base as seriously as our rivals take theirs. Fortunately, this strong bipartisan NDAA is a huge step in that direction. The bill tees up a significant and badly needed increase in defense spending $45 billion above President Biden's insufficient request and roughly $75 billion over last year's level. I love they have the necessity of it. Like, this is Once necessity. Again, Congress agreed on a bipartisan basis that President Biden's defense budget request was anemic and insufficient. This NDAA authorizes crucial projects like nuclear modernization. It directs critical investments in our defense industrial base so America can both defend ourselves and remain the arsenal of democracy for the world. It delivers for our service members, their families, and our military installations and communities around the country. Thanks to the leadership from our colleague, Senator Blackburn, among others, this NDAA will repeal the president's military vaccine mandate, 
a policy which this Democratic administration had stubbornly clung to, even as it had clearly undermined readiness and hurt retention. Oh, yeah. This is great. I, I love how slowly Mitch speaks. Just as our yeah. service members deserve. This does, when does he throw marijuana under the bus? Dragged down by unrelated liberal nonsense. Good, smart go. policies were kept in. Liberal nonsense. And unrelated nonsense, like easier financing for illegal drugs, was kept out. Safe banking. I'm glad Safe that's illegal, illegal drugs, as he calls it. Defending America is a basic government. Hey, uh, welcome to the Illegal Drugs I'm Network. Thanks for tuning in. Smash them likes and click subscribe and tune in to watch uh, Prohibition end. Uh, there might be sequels. Yeah, party. I mean, I got my, I mean, talk about illegal, right? right? Like, I got this. This right here, it has a skew. It has, yeah. it has, I got, I went to a store. I had to go show my ID to get this thing in a jar. Like, I love how they just like single mindedly like any angle to, to, to make it look villainous, to, to make it seem mm. like you know, illegal drugs, like you said, right? right? Like, what kind of BS is this rhetoric? You know, yep. that and Republicans up for re-election 2026. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he was elected in 2020, along with all these other ones. These are all the Republicans that are up for re-election in 2026. Uh, he's one of them. So is Tom Cotton, by the way. Well, I hope know, that a lot of the people vote him out and vote other people out. I mean, how old is Mitch McConnell now? And then how old is he going to be in another four years? Well, 82? I mean, all that leadership farts dust. But the thing is, it's like on the R side, it just feels like, and then even as a, as a kid, I, as a youth, I, I'm old enough to remember Republicans are supposed to be like this uh, conservative fiscal thing, right? It, it had to do about spending yeah. and, and, and how you right. take care of things. And and, and like uh, freedom and privacy. And like, you know, it's... Right. It's separation of church and state and all that stuff. But yeah. somehow they, imp- well, and I've seen documentaries that show like they 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 slowly trended to cling into like this weird conservative christian thing that i don't why do you gonna go full boat and then they hate because it's really like being progressive is a bad thing being going forward with the nation and, and as a human uh, uh to to be better that's a you know that's a bad this is dumb so mm-hmm. i just I'm, I'm, I, and i know we have viewers who are republicans and we're consumer you know they watch us they, they sure. put up with us our time. So obviously we're not all bad, but the leadership, you know, has proven horrible on all the accounts. He is 80 years old, Mitch McConnell. And in four more years, he'll be 84 and he'll be up for a reelection in 2026. We'll see what happens. But, you know, until that time, why don't you guys head on over and follow us on Facebook over at facebook.com backslash free THC. Oh, that's right. My cousins will be. DMing me while I am pitching our, our page. Uh, we have 373 followers over there, and Miggy shares all the dankest cannabis memes over at facebook.com backslash free THC. Yeah, we really try and bring like the lighter side of like just the we, you know, culture. It's uh, this is a, a very depressing topic, you know. Like, I, I, I had hair and and was in was dark haired when I started this fight, and and now I'm bald with gray hair on my face. Like, this is ridiculous that we're still trying to create this parody with how many legal states and medical states 21, I believe, 21 legal states, and another like um, 17 medical states. It's only like six states out of the whole union have really nothing, just straight up criminalization. That's it. But they don't change. Yeah. Illegal drugs, he called it, on the floor of the Senate.
And then people will like incur, you know, praise him for because he did help the farm bill. Like this is just politicking, right? Whether this guy mm-hmm. is pro or anti, I really don't think they have a stance. They don't have a soul. Like him and and, and Trump are in the same context. Just people who are looking, they're gaming the system. They're gaming a thing. They're gaming people is what it is, right? This whole like I don't understand how people are so like religion and party are the same thing to them, and they hold it to their hearts. Like how was uh, a walker even an, an, a competition like how was even that close the fact that it was only like a percentage differences you know i that scares the hell out of me dude like <laughs> yeah i get that i get that i'm trying to find the missouri thing that i shared because it's there it is so i'll just hit download on that and then see if i can save it and bring it up but um what else do we have that you can well, fill time with while I get this work around? We got the newly elected Democrat side, though, right? So the, at least the Democrats, the fact that Biden has made a stance and issued things like, honestly, dude, when it comes to game of farm, I'm an independent. I've been a registered independent for years, and everybody gets all pissy when we talk about politics, but that's how we got here, right? We have to gamify mm-hmm. the system. We have to tell, you know, these guys that like the whole uh, uh, abortion argument, what they did, they did the judge thing. They got the judges and worked on that whole conservatorship type side of things to, to knock down roads. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you want legalization, honestly, you know, Democrats where it's at, unless Mace is your governor or senator or whatever she is. She's a congresswoman from South Carolina. So I'm saying there's some good people, but they're under 50. <laughs> right. They are. Uh, speaking of some good people. We're going to go to a press release that was issued by Missouri Normal, including uh, one Dan Veets. He's been a guest on the show previously. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm not sure how to zoom in on that, but it's a pretty interesting one that they put out. This is a moment in history. And so we actually do have bumpers, you know, one for old time stake. We'll do something about weed history. Yeah, that's what the weed history is. The nation's oldest marijuana laws was repealed this week. So that's good news. It's not yeah, yeah. out of uh, you know Mitch McConnell and the Senate. It's actually out of Missouri. Uh, big ups for Missouri as they have legalized cannabis as of Thursday, December 8th. And it was the oldest national, national law. Uh, Missouri's law outlawing hashish dens in 1889 was believed to be the a- oldest anti-marijuana law in the nation. No but, shit. That, that's uh, new. Yeah. Article that, that's... 14 of the Missouri Constitution took effect on December 8th and overrode the nation's oldest marijuana prohibition. That's amazing. I always thought it was the uh, El Paso law. But, you know, you're right, though. It's not all bad news because there's well, also El Paso is a city. And so is it mm. El Paso or Texas? Because this is a right. marijuana law from 1889 from Missouri. Yeah, but I think that precedes uh, even the El Paso law, which I think was like in 1930s. So, I mean, I don't know. I, that would be so By the time marijuana was made illegal at the federal level in 1937, it was already illegal in all the – we didn't have 50 states then, mm. which is hilarious. Right. States oh, yeah. have come into the existence <laughs> Since since since, law, yeah. since prohibition, I mean that's, but, but it, you know, like you're saying though, it, it's not all wrong though. Like in Connecticut, dude, like the pardons, you know. And another thing that that's pro, when when Biden laid the gauntlet down, telling the governors to do this, right? I I just honestly think like Texas, that guy Abbott said no right away, but mm-hmm. then we got we got Connecticut along as well as Missouri getting rid of the oldest rules. So 
It's not all bad, I guess. It's not all bad. The states are continuing to disregard their federal government, and they're continuing to move forward legalizing it. And that's fantastic news. But then you don't see any reciprocation at the federal level, which makes zero sense. But that's okay because we're talking about Congress. Why would you think they make sense? Well, even with the recent uh, Brittany Griner situation, right? Like this shows like in the article we have from Newsweek, uh, they're asking how this is uh, uh, should uh, inspire U.S. to change their campus laws. Right. Like this is definitely something that people are wasting time like our friend Lance, uh, uh, Luke Scarmazzo. Uh, you don't get time back. That's right. You don't get time back, but you do, especially when you turn to the New York Post. Uh, you will get uh, some silliness when you get into the New York Post. I'm not sure. Was that where that uh, article was that you were? That was Newsweek. That was Newsweek. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, then let me tell you about this New York Post article that I saw today. Uh, awful. News on kids' weed use should slow legalization roll uh, as of December 10th, 2022. And this is by the editorial board of the New York Post. Wow. The study found that there was a 250, I'm sorry, a 245% jump in the number of calls related to pot use among six to 18 year olds from 2000 to 2020. What a horrible, though. Uh... It's an editorial. I mean, it's not really like a. It's like, an editorial. It's not a, a thing. A, a a real panic, right? Something that was not like a real like breaking news. This shit's happening now. This is speculation, right. which really should be about. Not, not really. here, here, let's 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 dig yeah. into it a little bit more. A study published Monday by Clinical Toxicology. It's a publication, I'm assuming, reports a 245% jump in the number of calls related to pot use among six to 18 year olds from 2000 to 2020, with close to 1,800 such calls in 2020 alone. That's it. 1,800 calls related to cannabis, and then nothing about any types of was there any deadly outcomes in these? Right. No. You know, well, how many well, kids are going to die of alcohol next year? Oh, God, I had a friend do that when in high school. He, he overdosed and woke up in a ditch, and they had to pull him out and pump his stomach. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, I mean, that, that's another thing that's been added to my field of my fire when it comes to, like, the parody that we see, because when it comes to cannabis, it's like, this is... Well, I mean, that, according to Google search results, and I'm not saying that this is something, but then it is from the NIH.gov publication. Each year, approximately 5,000 young people under the age of 21 Jeez. die as a result of underage drinking. This is 1,900 deaths from motor vehicle crashes, 1,600 mm. from homicides, 300 suicides, and hundreds of injuries such as falls, burns, and drownings. Um, 5,000 young people a year versus 1,800 phone calls? Zero deaths. Like, that zero deaths? Yeah. should totally outrage people. This should, this, that should be the thing that puts the fuel on the fire of people, like, making real policy change. But are we going to see that? You know, that's the problem. That is the problem. Yeah. Here's the solution. We're going to take a small 420 somewhere break. Because it is 20 past the hour. I'll tell you what, 456 Fulton Street. That's where that's going to be. 
456 Fulton. I close on it. When do I close on this? Uh, I want to say December 20th. So Amen. close on this one Thursday. Close on that one the next day. And then uh, I have no idea how long construction is going to take. Well, and if you're just joining us, <clears throat> not the last show. It's Tom's last show. Not He's just transitioning. Show. That's his the last home. show here. <laughs> the last show here. Yeah. It's all That's good. what it is. It's a clickbaity title because we had uh, the bad federal news may have gotten us more initial viewers because we were going to hate on Mitch McConnell. And we should. You know, right. somebody hasn't mailed him enough bags of dicks. Right. Mitch McConnell guy. But, you know, it's it's one of those things where it's completely political. But then you see all these wonderful stories from the actual states, like the one from Missouri, the one from Connecticut. And now we're going to see Maryland do its thing next year. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Illinois is going to give out a lot more uh, dispensaries and you're going to see the dispensaries get open. Our, our clients about to get open. Uh, I just have to do some work for them get them taken care of on their 1536 application and then boom, shutting this place down, moving out of here. Nice, dude. Yeah. Nice. I'm glad to see things are going for you. You know, it's crazy. Uh, Cause one of the stories I, we pulled up, uh, I didn't realize it, it, it syncs up with McConnell's bullshit, right? This whole illegal drugs, stopping the safe banking act bullshit, right? This uh, weed shops uh, switch to cash oh. after cash, ATM crackdown. Yeah, right. Yeah, this was big. And this is a thing. We've actually done reports regarding how cashless ATMs work. Uh, I'm not sure where. I mean, you can Google our or search our, our uh, show history for it. I'm sure it's out there. It doesn't get it's not our most popular uh, show at all. But um, we've well, talked about it. And this has to do with they set up. It's basically a debit card transaction where yeah. you are creating a like an ATM transaction, except the cash goes into the dispensaries, you know, we, account we, we, as opposed to. Uh, you know. Well, it's, it's just funny seeing, uh, you know, we're on our 10 year mark when it comes to like, <clears throat> as a consumer, I've been watching this market and industry, whatever. That's how I view the whole industry. I, I view it as a consumer. I don't, I don't think I'm, I don't try to be like press or journalism, right? This is not history, but it's more like how the fuck can this benefit me? How, you know what I mean? Like, how can I not go to jail? How can I pay for the ATM at the thing without, you know, like, uh, the, the one thing about me an American, right? We don't want to, like, catch the cow, kill it, cut it up, make a hamburger. No, we want to go to goddamn drive through right? So that's where I've been trying to view things. And with the money situation, we've gone through that. And, and even with, like, the – they've all stopped, even before in some places. In some places, other – they found a bank that had a loophole. Well, at least they thought they did, right? And – a lot of them are credit unions, and they're within state now. And the the only other workaround is they have an ATM on the premises. That's it. <laughs> well, that's, that's exactly what happened. And then so, like, an emails were going out from ATM vendors to uh, people that they think help control dispensaries. Oh, yeah, I should actually mention that to some of the clients. But still, um, <laughs> it's one of those great things where you have this point of banking system that they had. And if they would have just allowed safe banking to pass, I'm sure, sure that you would have seen – the, that continue and then that start to expand into allowing people to actually use your credit card. You cannot use your credit card to buy weed. Yeah, no, it's it's you have to have cash, which still makes it not safe. dangerous. Yeah, you can have not safe. There was a an article out of Illinois, out of Illinois this week, uh, but it wasn't. 
let's go. Uh, let's get back to the legacy news, I guess. Right. Sure. So here's a, a legacy news story. Cousins stashed two point three million worth of weed in South Loop storage locker and got busted because they did not pay their rent on time. So remember, if you are ever storing illegal amounts of cash and cannabis, pay your storage fees rent. What the heck? You know, but uh, it, 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 dog <laughs> bites man episode. Yeah. All right. uh, I, I, prosecutors I, yeah. say that these two cousins stored more than $2.3 million worth of cannabis inside a South Loop storage locker, but didn't pay their rent on time. I'm just saying, if you got that much weed in a, in a locker and you fail to make it a payment, I, I can't feel for you because it's kind of like a dumb criminal situation. Because, like, it is. You, it you is. Know, yeah. I mean, you shouldn't be prohibition and it shouldn't be like but, any amount of weed should be illegal, but. No, but then like you guys don't have a license. I realize these licenses are difficult to get, but you had 320 pounds and 20,000 vape pens. And so these, they, they clearly had access to money. They They could have, they could have applied, but that's the thing. I mean, there was one time to apply to get a cannabis dispensary in the state of Illinois three years ago, and they still haven't gotten open. Uh, you know, like ours is going to be open here soon, but, and then the one or two have actually opened, but that is ridiculous that they, they legalized it. And I blame well, it as much as we can, I guess, but I mean, three years from 2019 Oh, yeah. And again, then just juxtapose them. Massachusetts isn't where Illinois is. Massachusetts has far more, you know? Well, you guys had the lawsuit issues. Matter of fact, I saw in Illinois, they're uh, posting uh, the, your guys' governor who is really good at double talking, you know, double speak, mm-hmm. like, yeah, like true politician. Because oh, they're yeah. like, what do you think about these 200 licenses coming out? Are they going to be actually in effect soon? And then he went for, whoa, whoa, you're missing the whole social equity stuff we did. Like, great. You did the bare minimum. Well, yeah, yeah. You, you help they, people. But then that's the thing. It's like all the social equity stuff that they did. Yes, they, they required everybody to be social equity. But that doesn't mean that they magically have $3 million to set up their dispensary and get it capitalized so that yeah. they can have it staffed and branded and, and open for business on time. Yeah, you know, Giving that. people licenses that don't have the money to operate the license just puts them in a position where they have to raise capital and give up control. I, th- I think it's just a... The lawsuits and the, the, the stalling of the market that's really frustrating a lot of your guys as consumers and people, you know, as far as uh, any progress happens. I mean, hell, look at New York with their little lawsuit thing going on now. Like, that, New York, aren't they, they're still going to issue licenses in that district, are they not? Or are they, is that still on a, a, like, do they have to stop? Like, you can go through a lawsuit, but do they have to, like, stop the whole process? Uh, I wasn't paying attention. What was that? Well, I'm just saying, like, these lawsuits are stopping your guys' like progress, you guys' legalization yeah. market and everything, right? Well, it's, it's the limited markets, but then they, that's the way they've set it up. And so they've set it up in a way that would kind of guarantee this. And then, you know, they, they don't even have a, a section council at the ISBA. So I had to go to Chicago for the, the, the mid-year meeting for the first year in three years because of COVID. And I'm up there and, like, it was on the agenda. It's why I went. Yeah. And then it's not on the agenda. And I'm like, whoa, because the, the, the laws are changing all the time. And he's talking about and by he, I mean, J.B. Pritzker is insinuating mm. that there should be some delivery licenses. And that would be right. that that's a that's a lift that a lot more social equity entrepreneurs can bear as opposed to a three million dollar lift or a ten million dollar lift, depending on what type of facility you're trying to build. Right. right. Um, 
So I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for that. It's just that they don't have the ability to go. You can't apply for a license right now. It's not like Michigan or New Jersey or New Mexico or Massachusetts. So yeah. it's not really, I mean, like imagine if there's a, you can't open a bar in Washington, right? Mm. Uh, because they aren't issuing any more bar licenses. There's no One. more liquor licenses to be issued. That kind of thing is what's going on in these limited market states where sure. they just, they won't issue any more licenses. Well, we're a limited market state. You know, they just yep. happen to create enough. Uh, and then we have enough legacy players. That's that, you know, it's so weird how each state has the little entities involved, right? Like when you guys had regulation, first you had regulation for your medical, which blew my mind. Right. I'm like, how, how does that even work? But, uh, uh, cause like you don't have Viagra stores, but like, I, I just blew my mind. And then that's, and then you guys, an injunction, right? When someone has a lawsuit and tells you to do something, that's when you got to stop doing everything, right? Is it an injunction? Yeah, if you, yes, if there's an injunction that's issued, that's that's correct. So, was there an injunction issued for the for the on your market during these lawsuits times? No, that- the way that the uh, statute is set up has to be uh, for the, the the limits, and so the statute provides how many uh, licenses will be in the state. In theory, they could have not said how many licenses would be in the state and just said that it has to be regulated and then how it has to be regulated and all that stuff. So um, mm. sometimes the, the laws put a number in it and sometimes the laws don't put a number in it. And if I was telling a state on how to set up their cannabis industry so it would be vibrant and uh, dynamic and uh, more uh, beneficial to the entrepreneurs and to the consumers, all that, I'd say, well, don't have a license limit you know, yeah. because then there'll be a washout. People are only going to have so many that will be allowed in the city limits. It'll be more like getting a liquor license where it's like, no, we don't need any more bars on that street. Well, and that's where the fair market comes into play. That's where things like watching here in Washington, when it was medical, you know, you, you had all these people with big cojones that actually were like, right, well, I'm going to uh, rent this building out and we're just going to sell weed. And then and that was the medical dispensary at that moment, you know, that's and then they were trying to abide by the law that we had, which was really ensuring that someone else was uh, had a prescription. And then there's other workarounds that people did there. They did the crazy shit, like almost in California, where the, you know, the collective model where if like you're allowed to have 13 people under your care. So they would have like a sign in sheet. You sign in. You're like, all right, under this hour and a half, I'm in here. I'm under your care. Then you sign out. I just left the collective. I'm no longer part of your collective. Like that was they're gonna be fucking defense if fucking they got raided. Like, no, we only got patients and you know, and it's whatever. And even in the patient market, like for us, there was no one database. Every fucking uh doctor, health clinic, whatever had their own database. So a pot shop would call those people to confirm that you were in a database, and then they would say, Yeah, that's so and so. And then they would serve you and you'd be a normal like customer. But other than that, there was no regulation. There was no, you know, that's, that's how they did regulation here was people started doing it just mm-hmm. without, and then try to create those barriers. They thought, you know, my pet peeve as the market evolved out here in medical, because it eventually became a full on big databases and people were more relaxed on letting people come in and do things was like, okay, now the self-regulation means like we should, have you all your scales calibrated in the shop, you know, have all your, uh, whatever you're using for measurement. Cause that's what I do for a job. So I'm like, right. Hey, I can help you here. People like, this is what I do, but no one could really get their, their uh, consensus of saying, this is how we should do things, you know, lab testing, uh, you know, for the flower and all that, because 
people were just concerned about flipping and getting off because even the lab testing was behind on the market. So when someone would turn in testing samples, by the time the guys got the results, all that flour is out the door because mm -hmm. it's that, you know, that's just how it was. And yeah, and, and, well, the good old days of uh, when legalization was new and weed was fresh. Uh, nowadays, I mean, it just depends on which which state you're in and how they're setting it up. But if it was legal everywhere, it wouldn't need the amount of security that these dispensaries have. Oh, yeah. I mean, it would be more along the lines of the line, the security that a liquor store has, which depending on which liquor store you go to really isn't that much. Like I, I could go to Binnie's Beverage Depot, and, which is a, you know, a, a liquor store that's famous in Illinois. I don't recall, I've been there. I don't recall seeing an armed guard there, mm. you know, or like having to check my, check your ID sometimes, but yeah, I'm getting old. So they, they don't ask. Yeah. Uh, and so they might ask, you know, and that's, that's the thing like, you know, now when you go and you buy cannabis, you have to have SOPs for how you're going to age verify or like verify that they're in the database and actually have their medical card. Yeah. That's interesting. You know, you don't have to do that. You, you do have to card for uh purchases of alcohol but there's you know where's that policy like if you walked yeah. in when was the last time you got carded buying a bottle oh dude they matter yeah. of fact here in washington they've automated the way the law goes now so it used to be i just show my card or they just be like you know whatever and now they have to take your id physically and scan it on the thing so uh, they have to scan your id no matter what now as per the law now it's for whatever reason so i can only see Whatever happens down the road, of people who talk about uh, what do you call it, like privacy and all the other stuff, like I'm sure it's fine, right? All it's doing is pulling that bare data. But anyways, there's like always something. Uh, but yeah, I, I. But again, we're just looking for that parity to be treated as a normal thing that we, you know, it's like when Tommy Chong got raided for his glass. It was uh, uh, they were like, "Why do you got a pound of weed in your cupboard?" He's like, "Well, you have a pound of sugar at your house, right?" Right. Like, you know what I mean? Our houses are just different right. ingredients. That's right. And that's the other thing is with especially Missouri is a great one. Uh, Illinois, five plants. Sure. I guess, you know, you could you could get over a pound of weed, five plants. You know what you're doing? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But in Missouri, it's like six, six and six. So you can have six in flour, six in veg mm. and six clones. Uh, and that is like a perpetual kind of cycle. I mean, you'd, you'd yeah. have the babies and then you'd have the veg and then you'd have the, the flowering tent and you could just work the bays like that. But that is going to create more than a pound of wheat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's where like the culture evolves, too, I see where and, and most people who consume cannabis can tell you this in their in their area is like. You know, people do have extra, right? Just like when you have extras in your garden and heirloom tomatoes, you know, you give them to your neighbors, you give them to your friends. And then there's exchanges that happen. And then other people have a better understanding of this goddamn plant. And, uh, uh, you know, that's why home grow is so essential, in my opinion. So people do or more connoisseur conscious, rather, you know, more aware of what they're getting. Uh, so did you see the the beer bros, what they uh, shared for uh, um, uh, the Fox News bullshit? No, but shout out to Beard Bros. They're going to start yeah. a, a podcast themselves. No, they caught some good stuff. Check this out. This really is frustrating. But Laura Ingram's at it again. And uh, uh, see if I can get this going all right. In the passage of the Unsafe Banking Act, the pothounds at the LA Times are busy paying homage to one of the city's new commercial pot cafes. And boy, is it gnarly, man. 
I the Cannabis Consumption shit. Lounge that recently opened in a lush right. tropical courtyard in West Hollywood is one of the most joyfully unique, absurdly captivating, and mind-blowing places most of us mere mortars could hope to find ourselves getting legally lit. This bitch. Oh, my goodness. Well, meanwhile, the LA Times is also thrilled about scamming seniors, giving them free oh, shuttle yeah, rides to waste their money. Is this, are they going to now blame, blame scamming seniors on cannabis? Yeah. Really? Get on a bus, take a trip to a local dispensary to find out what cannabis can do for them. wrong with giving this seniors cannabis inviting, uh, right from all over orange county even la to come with us and then we're also fuck them over from Wood. you, have you can't feel better i do and they know now they're a little surprised yeah they're like grandma <laughs> now between the gender affirming care lie and the weed lies the covid lies we have a lot of work to do here on the i end. swear to god dude and we will not fox news on so the angle they got a lot of work to do so uh, giving though. red meat to their base. That's what it is. You, you do a lot of work when you talk to people who already believe in you, and then you just continue to give them the fodder that you know they already like. It's just so sad, but that that that's the enemy. That's my whole point is like that that fodder that this whole channel perpetrates. Right. It's nothing that is pro-American as far as like a progressive agenda helping fellow citizens, but it feeds that fear-mongering like, it's mine. It's <laughs> mine. Know? Yeah. There's nothing good about those people. I can't ah, see. Ah, well, you know, let's let's shake off the bad energy and play some name that strain, and then right. we'll wrap up the last show ever. Sounds good. For those of us joining us on their commute to work, this is where we describe to you, listening in your cars, we see you out there, uh, what the strain looks like. And there it is. Uh, this one is a green strain. I don't see uh, any hints of purple at all in it. Uh, orange hairs. I'd say it looks a little worked over. But um, are those like two little nuggets, or is it like one? I think those are two little nuggets. Yeah, two little nuggets. Yeah. So it's like very which, popcorn buddy. Popcorn buddy. Which you know, popcorn buddies. Is that because you didn't trim your plants correctly in flower, or um, sometimes popcorns are fine? They're just smalls. Oh, I I, I I I smoke popcorn all the time because it's a it's it's cost efficient. I'll get an ounce of popcorn if I can because it's the same flour as the big. It is, you know? it is, it is. But then, like you know, they're they're further up the stock when they're grown, and they usually yeah. uh, are a little bit cheaper. And so this one is a new one. This one is not a landrace. Uh, this one is is actually in my grow tent right now. Uh, somebody gave me some seeds, and it's actually a kind of spindly little one, mm. and it's not really doesn't have the vigor that I'm used to. And so maybe the seeds were a little old, but uh, I've never heard of this one. And evidently it's in Oklahoma. You can, you can find hmm. one of these. Yeah. So are you seeing like, it's not coming up to be like a big cola or is it going to be a little nuggets like this guy? Oh no, it's still in veg. And so like I, okay. I got uh, granddaddy purple in um, flower. And so I have to wait until that one's done. And then I'll take this one and, and then see if it's a girl. Cause it's, it's just regular seeds. Yeah, yeah. No, I never. I'm not a big strain. Again, I, I don't even know who the uh, parents are in this one. So that makes the um, and this one is just not very popular yet. The Oklahoma, huh? That's where uh, it came from. Evidently, it's supposed to be really good. Mm. Not wedding cake. 
Oh, really? right. well, let's uh, we can we can stop the insanity for the people that are, you know, of course, driving in their cars. They they know that they haven't seen a picture of weed. And so that's why they should go check out our YouTube <laughs> channel, because then you can see pictures of weed. Anyway, this was called Limelight. Limelight is a hybrid weed strain. Oh, I know where I could find the uh, cross on that because Limelight's the, the seeds that I have. Yeah. I'll uh, tune in next week when I'll have some seeds of this and I'll be like, the parents were that. But uh, it's a hybrid, sleepy and euphoric. So there you go. That's that's really hybrid. You're going to be both sleepy and euphoric. Mm. 18% uh, myrcene dominant strain. And just said, and that's really it. It's like if you've smoked it, leave us a review. So it's not very yeah. well known yet. And eighty percent. I, I love how they throw in percentages of THC now with the flower. Like this is what it's going to be. This is the whole what it is. And they're they're missing so much more about the plant. I mean, obviously they are hitting the terpene part, but you know, if you're going to give a, a camoid percentage, that's a that you should give it like a whole profile, like as far as percentages go, not just THC. Mm -hmm. This is defeatist when it comes to this damn plant. It is. It is. Just a fetus when it comes to the plant. But uh, some people said limelight in there. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure if they said it before or after I said it, though. That's the thing. And hey, uh, if you guys have been viewing and tuning in uh, for the past almost four years now, yeah. I do appreciate it. You know, uh, and we're not looking the, forward to, Yeah, look, it's getting there. Like not one the last day, show, though. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the last show from here. Like I, uh, I, I started this YouTube channel in this room and... Um, so like it's it's kind of all going to go to the next phase. It's going to look like uh, it's going backwards because I'll be in a basement uh, <laughs> or or I'll be because if I'm not in the basement, the other place where the computer is at at home, uh, the child would just be walking in all yeah. the time. You know, well, during construction, too, I get it. It's, I mean, like, it's just going to be different. That's all for a while. Hell, go to a library, dude. Rent, you can rent a studio room at a library. Oh, we got great Internet uh, in Peoria, but nice. I need to. Uh, have it be a quiet place. And so I might be reporting from my Chromebook uh, in my basement. And then we'll see how the Chromebook handles the uh, video processing. Yeah. And if it's not working, then I'll have to get my MacBook up and, and use that. Right on, dude. Cool. Yeah, thanks right for on. Yeah, thanks for joining us, everybody. And the next movie or the next video that you should watch is going to be right in the middle between Miggy and I. So uh, tune in next week when we'll hopefully have a whole bunch more uh, cannabis legalization news. Maybe we'll, let's see, next week is almost Christmas, the 17th. We'll probably have a guest. We could have had a guest today, but because of this move, I just haven't booked. Yeah, no, you got stuff going on, dude. So tickle that yeah. like. Tickle. What's up? Tickle the like. Tickle the That's like. That's right. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and then also check out this next video. It will help you have a good day.